0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 282 of the Drunk Dyship Podcast. I'm your host as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy?
1: Hey Tyler, I am doing alright. After a crazy, nonchalant work week, I am here once again just to (laughs) talk about video games. Man, I'm doing pretty good. I'm just saying, ah man, I kind of wish I could go on like a freaking vacation, you know? Been working so much and stuff during the week, I just feel like I just need that type of uh, getaway where I just want like a little bit of like an adventure to or from somewhere. But uh, other than that though, been playing some games. Been delving into like uh, new territory stuff. So, how have you been?
0: Uh, doing all right. Uh, um, kind of a long work week again. You know, uh, it was nice we got Friday off after uh, working a bunch of hours at the beginning of the week. Yeah. Uh, so got my hours a little bit OT and got three day weekend. Uh, it's been one of those weird weekends though. Like, I don't think I've ever had one of these before actually. Um. Or, like, maybe since I a kid when, like, Christmas was coming up. Or, you just want the weekend to be over with. Uh, like, the, today, it's Saturday, uh, as of recording. Um, and I'm just, like, ready for, like, the, every time I look at the clock, it's just, like, uh, it's only this time. Which is usually the exact opposite feeling that I typically have when I look at the clock on the weekend. Um, you know, just ready for uh, the week to be over. The weekend to be over. The week, you know, get to the end of the week. Because uh, I'm going to Vegas next week. Oh, uh, yeah. Which... Which I'm super excited about. Uh, yeah, going to the uh, 10-year reunion for Talking Ship. Uh, talked about it here and there in the last uh, couple weeks or so. Uh, but it's finally coming up, getting closer. Uh, we're doing a... Uh, uh, pulling a baseball doubleheader tonight. We're going to be recording two episodes. Uh see the fact I won't be here next week to do the show. Uh, so next week will be a different show. Um, or a different than normal show. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I've been watching a ton of YouTube videos and reading a lot about, uh, stuff in Vegas, uh, i my body is ready, I think, possibly, I need to get my, uh, my, uh, alcohol consumption up so I can better withstand, uh, my liver can, kind w- of have a better expectation of what's happening, um, what's going to happen to it, uh, here soon, um, but it's gonna be fun, um, we got, we've, we've kind of got some plans together, you know, um, I'm, uh, room with jake who we you know, we started knuckles we started the show with over five years ago um we are uh, gonna do a karaoke night at like an asian bar or something on like friday night next friday night uh which will be super interesting uh going to uh gonna be doing a lot of brunches i'm gonna eat a lot of food that's my plan uh i am like that's one of the things i'm most excited about is like it sounds like for the most part like Everywhere you go is just, like, you can't, like, it's, it's expensive. Everything's expensive there is what it sounds like. But all, everything is, like, even, like, bad Las Vegas strip food is still pretty good food. So I am excited. Uh, everybody, like, when you tell people you're going to Vegas, everybody telling you, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this. Um, so I'm going to try to cram all that in and, you know, hopefully uh, want to go gambling, win some money. Um, we're also going to this place called uh batista's hole in the wall it's like a fancy italian restaurant um there i think on friday night before we go to the karaoke bar and i looked at the menu to see a little bit about it uh there are no prices on the menu which really scares me uh concerns me a little bit um so that's gonna be that's probably gonna be a little expensive but whatever you know it's you know whatever uh, so I'm excited. We're gonna do a bad movie drinky drinky in person in uh Jitterbug and Nerves <laughs> uh room. So oh, if, if, if I if I make it, that's the plan. Uh so yeah, I don't know. It's it I'm excited. It's my first real vacation, um ever, really. I mean I went I went to Disney World a couple times when I was a teenager, but you know, it's when you go with your family. This is my first real you know, one with you know, without my family. Um so I'm definitely excited about that. Um but yeah, overall, you know, doing okay, uh, all things considered. Um, but I guess we can, well, let's do what we've been playing first. Um, are you cool with me going first? Because mine's going to be quick.
1: All right, no problem.
0: All right, cool. Uh, so I haven't really played too much stuff this week. Uh, I, I picked up Dragon Ball Fighters again, I think I talked about it last week. Or I might have talked to Gables off the yeah. podcast about last week. I can't remember which one it was. I've uh, been playing that a little bit more, playing through the story mode. Uh man that first uh cuz there's like three arcs the first arc is like soup it's fun i love the game but it is like boringly easy yes um and you got to beat that one to get to like so it's like easy medium hard i guess is how those three story arcs go as far as difficulty and uh yeah I, I, i'm like i'm on the seventh chapter and i think there's like nine yep. in the chapter so yes, sir. i'm getting close to the end i'm trying i'm just trying to like i was like doing everything in it and then i like i I read i was sort of like okay when does it get difficult and i read that oh no like this story arc is super easy so i've just been uh trying to get through it as quickly as possible yep um but still having a lot of fun with that game like uh you know i picked it up uh again a couple weeks ago and just been kind of playing through it a little bit so that's been super fun uh the other game i picked up uh i actually bought this game It just came out i think Last week it came out. Uh, I just played it a little bit um, r- earlier this week. It is a game called Pool uh, Pool Panic. Okay, uh, it is a Switch game. It's an Adult Swim's game, um, and I, it'll look really interesting. Look cool. Um, I admittedly only played it for like forty-five minutes or so, and I, I don't like it at all. <laughs> um, so kind of what it is. It's like almost like a Rick and Morty-esque uh, type art style. You know, like, some art style you're accustomed to seeing from, like, an Adult Swim game. Um, but basically, you play, like, a cu- uh, uh, cue ball, and um, uh, you, like, the goal each level, it's almost like a more of a puzzle than anything. Like, like the goal each level is you have to knock um, all of the uh, balls into the, the pockets, and each ball has, like, certain things. Like, there's, there's red ones, they're, like, normal balls. Like, they don't move, like, they kind of move a little bit. Uh, but they're, like, they're all like they can all like move, and they don't have like faces and stuff like that. Um, and there's like yellow ones that you can't like. So you like you, the goal is that, like I said, knock them in the pocket, and you got like, you got to aim and you can um, target them. Uh, and like there's the yellow balls that you can't like hit directly, so you got to use other balls to like hit it. Uh, to hit it, you can't hit it first with like the cue ball, so you got to use other balls to like knock it into the pocket with uh, to ricochet it in. Um, and then there's, like, at the, at the very end, after you knock all the other balls in, you have to knock in the eight ball, uh, he just randomly walks around from time to time, which is really annoying. Um, I don't know, I did, like, the first seven or eight levels, and I'm just, like, ah. like, I don't think it's, like, a bad game at all. Like, I don't want to say that. It's, like, I think it's, like, 15, 20 bucks. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't, like, brick-to-bank kind of game, but, um, nothing really stood out about it. Like nothing kinda like kept me interested. And, like I played all these levels. Like the first level is super easy, just knock the ball. It shows you the tutorial how to not like to, there's no real puzzle to it at all. Just kinda shows you how to play obviously. And then like I don't know. After that it was just like after like five or six levels of like the same balls and like it throws different obstacles at you or only like some of the ball like there's there's obstacles on the on the uh on the pool, on the table. So like in the middle is just like this giant like statue, and then like some of the pockets actually have like uh, stones in them or something, so you can't use those pockets. Uh, and then there's like there's like little like ta- like not only tasks, but there's like things, you- goals for each one. Like the the main goal, like if you knock all the all the balls in, you you complete the level. But there's like certain things you like uh, knock all the balls in, and e- uh, x amount of uh, shots, or in this an e- x amount of time, um, or don't get a scratch. Uh, things like that, but uh, yeah, or, I don't know. It, it's it, it's fine, or it's, I don't know. Like nothing seems like nothing really remotely bad about the game. It's one that like I always talk about, like the that mediocre type of game, that middle of the road kind of game. It's not like a four out of ten. It's not a nine out of ten. Uh, it's like somewhere in the middle, uh, kind of game. not not I mean, more like a six out of ten or something right, like that. so where, more like, like an average, like
1: kind of like an average game experience, pretty much.
0: Uh, yeah, below average, maybe. Like, like I said, there's nothing really bad about it, but nothing really stood out about it to keep my attention, to keep me want to playing more. Uh, unless you like the unique art style, I guess. Uh, uh, there, yeah, there's no, there's no real reason I think to play this game. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, not, not, not a bad game. Just it was whatever. So I played it for like 30, 40 minutes. I'm just like, I'm not having. Like, I'm just kind of going with emotions here. I'm not having any fun. Uh, so I just turned off and, and deleted it already off my Switch. Aww. Uh, yeah, that's a shame. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I might change my mind and try to like. Uh, I got a you know I got a, a three hour flight to Vegas and another three hour flight home next weekend. Um, so I'm excited. I'm really excited about my switch. Um, bringing my switch and actually using it like an actual switch for like, the first time really ever. Um, outside of like a power outage in my house, like that's the first time I'm really getting like the switches I'm like, gonna use it for was made for. Um, so. I might pick it up again. I did buy another game called Crossing Souls. I believe is what it's called. Uh, really cool looking game. I, I think the art style kind of hooked me a little bit, but it looked the trailer looked really good on it. Uh, it just came out yesterday. I've yet to play it, um, but uh, that's on the Switch. Switch only. I think it's fifteen bucks. Want, just, the trailer looks really cool. I think check it out. Um, so that's that. I mean like I said, really quick. That's all I've been playing. What about you, cables?
1: All right. To continue on from last week. I decided to not only finish the Hat in Time, but I've also decided that I wanted to try to go and see if I can complete it. I am happy to report that not only did I complete it, but I also got the Platinum Trophy for a Hat in Time, which makes it the first game that I've gotten the Platinum Trophy since, I would say, like about October of last year. That is crazy to me that it's been that long. <laughs> the last game I platinumed was Persona 4 dancing all night on the Vita oh wow
0: yeah
1: so for a Hat in Time I went through the various you know little achievements that I didn't even think about doing the first time I had played the game like for instance you have a main hub which is your spaceship unbeknownst to me you can actually ride around that little Roomba vacuum cleaner (laughs) <laughs> that, like, bumps into things. So the first thing I did is I go forward and I just start stepping on it. And I'm like, okay, why is this thing not moving? It's just randomly just, like, just crashing into the wall as I'm, like, I'm walking as I'm standing on it. But uh, another one that I unlocked was the using the grappling hook on a ceiling fan. I'm thinking, where the hell's a ceiling fan? So, of course, I just did a little bit of look around and uh, it was apparently... You need a special hat in order to access the room. You basically need the ground pound ability in order to jet propel yourself through this uh, this tube and stuff that transports you to the room. It's like where one of the other like type of uh, time distortion hourglass courses are. So basically, what I did is I looked. at Oh, okay, there's the prop. Use it. All of a sudden, you just see you're just swinging from the ceiling fan and stuff. It was really funny looking, <laughs> but. Uh, There was an achievement where I had to try to go through the subcon well. Like, this particular mission for the subcon well, I had to race without... I had to go through, complete the well, without having to fall into the water. So, I did that. That wasn't really that difficult. So, the last chunk of trophies I had to earn was through the Battle of the Birds chapter, which is chapter 2. There's four chapters in all during the game. I did what I could to get all of them completed before heading off to the most, well, I would say it's probably one of the most difficult things for me to complete in this game so far. Let's see, I decided to get the hardest one out of the way first, which was to race, a, try to race this train. So when you go onto the stage, you basically have to go forth and uh, you have to outrace you have to pretty much race in this train and stuff before the bomb sets off, so you have to stop a timer at the end. It took me more than 15 attempts. <laughs> and across, like, two or three days in order for me to s- decide, oh, okay, I finally am able to go through with the competency that I could just finish the whole thing. So what I did was randomly, after coming home from work one day, I... Went forth, I sat down, I was like, okay, let's see if I can do it. And all of a sudden, after the second or third attempt that night and stuff, I go forth, I go through all the motions. Because I had completed that course twice, but I had accidentally picked up a little hourglass timer. Like, a little timer watch and stuff, which extends the time. And in order for me to unlock this trophy, I had to not only not pick up any of the stopwatches, but I could not die at all during this run which made it a little bit more difficult but i'm happy to report as soon as i did the third attempt like last week i went forth and i did not touch any type of like a uh, little stopwatches it didn't die i managed to stop like uh that little bomb from like setting off within two seconds
0: <laughs> and i'm like okay i did it there you go but uh the, it's like end of an action movie almost it, it
1: basically is pretty much now there was another stage inside the game where you have to lead this big old parade right and the main thing that uh, they wanted you to do is not to fall into the crowd below well the most difficult part about that is you have all these obstacles like from electric power line stuff the little electric balls or something that just like drift towards you plus uh, you constantly have to move because the bandmates behind you are gonna crash into you and hurt you. And once you progress further on to the chorus and stuff, things start to get all crazy and stuff with, like, firework techniques and this and that. It took me about a good solid five or seven attempts, but I did manage to finish that. But uh, the last thing that I had to do before getting the Platinum Trophy was go through the first act of Chapter 2, which basically I had to go through all of this, this studio by the appropriately named Dead Bird Studio without being seen. And so I went all the way I went all the way through that course and I had to literally figure out the terrain, the layout of this course in order to do that. And it was kind of cool just to go back and play multiple times on this thing. It's like, okay, I have to do this, do that, do this. Okay. And so finally when I got to the last portion after like my third attempt, I finally managed to finish that one off. And as soon as I finished that one off, it's like the trophy automatically popped up. It's like, oh, hey, you did it without doing it. all of a sudden, the platinum trophy unlocks. And it's like, oh, nice. wow, okay, I finally <laughs> did it. I actually finished this game. <laughs> and so after I finished this game, I promptly deleted it off my system. And now I'm still at a loss of what the hell I should play next. Which leads me to the whole experimental side of things of my gameplay this week. I decided, after the news a couple weeks back, to try World of Warcraft. Now, the thing about why I wanted to do it was a mixture of a few reasons. I have friends who play it. I also was kind of attracted to the idea of playing this MMO for the past couple years, but I wanted to wait for the right opportunity. And I'm glad to say that after they included all of the, like, Blizzard, when they included all of the other expansions besides their newest one, which releases in the middle of August, inside the subscription costs, that gave me enough options. It's like, okay, I don't have to pay any extra. I'm just going to go ahead, prop down my money for two months, like, put about 30 bucks into it and see if I like it or not. So, hmm. I basically have a warrior character. He's level 10. He is going to be more or less a tank. Where he'll take a lot of hits and he'll do various types of support groups and stuff. I'm basically playing on my own right now because I want to see how far I can actually go. That may change depending upon who is going to actually go forth and actually take the time to actually play with me or not. But at the end of the day though, I have enjoyed what I have played so far. And basically, it's kind of the same sort of, like, RPG tropes that you would expect. Oh, okay, let's go from point A to point B. Let's get a certain amount of a specific item and then return it back to somebody. Oh, okay, let's defeat, like, a finite number of monsters in order to do things, you know. Let's go ahead and travel from this point to that point. It's a standard RPG in terms of that. I mean, yeah, the game released in the early 2000s, so it's like... It's, uh... There are some aspects of the game that can be quite, like, uh not quite as exciting but at the same point I feel like I am progressing at a pace that I feel comfortable with but at the same time I kind I am just kind of pressing through the game because I want to try to get to the the meat and potatoes of it which is the end game content (laughs) I mean there are options to where I could potentially want to invest inside of a character that's already maxed out which they have that option right where you could get a character class you could try it out, like, say, at level 110, which that's their maximum cap right now. As of next month, it's going to be increased by another 10, which is, like, 120. I'm not really interested in doing that at the moment, but I am just, like I'm saying before, I'm experimenting with what class I want to play, you know? What character, what options, with this and that. It's my first character, so I'm just taking things a little bit in a safe approach. It's like, okay, I'm just going to do... This and that, and see how this goes. But other than that, though, it's like gaming wise, I'm trying to find that next big game that I want to try to tackle. Of course, with uh, my acquisition of my acquisition today of an NES classic, which has been eluding me now for the past couple of years.
0: Yeah, boy.
1: <laughs> ah, it may very well be a slew of NES games I go through and play. <laughs> Man. Because I'm at that time of uh, the summer where I am less focused on buying video games, more so than I'm focusing on wanting to play video games. Yeah. So it's like before that September onslaught comes, I am basically going to see what I can do just to finish whatever game I want at this point in time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's smart. I mean, yeah. No, go ahead.
1: Sorry. Oh, that's that's okay, man. Just go ahead and say what you're going to say.
0: No, I was gonna say I'm kind of in the same boat with you. Where I've been going through backlog stuff, and I've, I find myself buying, taking a lot more risk on like like you know games like Pool Panic, like games yeah. I'm vaguely interested in and checking them out. Uh, just because I'm with you, like I've been like in that in between game stage for a couple months now, really since Detroit became come, become human came out. Yes. And like I haven't really fully completed a game since it came out like two months ago. Right. So, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. When we're we're getting closer. Like next, before we know it, Spider-Man's gonna be here.
1: Oh, I know, right? I'm very excited for that. But uh, yes, it also kind of plays into a point as you know in my life as a gamer, where I there are very few things that I have not tried playing. And one of the major game types I've never actually tried has been a massive multiplayer online game. I've never played MMOs because either I've been sort of afraid to do so, I haven't had the type of support that I do now in order to try to attempt this type of, like, new venture inside of this gaming, like, uh, thing and stuff, but RPGs are obviously one of my favorite genres. There are very few interests right now that's wanting me to go through and, like, play something at the moment, but I know that will change soon. So it's like... It's pretty much like a toss in the air. It's pretty much like a new kind of venture to try to try out, pretty much. And that's basically what I'm doing. I'm trying out World of Warcraft for a couple months and seeing what happens.
0: <laughs> that's cool, man. I remember... Uh, I want to say like 2007 or eight. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine... Uh, I, worked, I worked at the game store. A um, friend of mine... That worked there like would never shout about it and would like come with like just go on and on about like oh, I should get into it. Like, they were like they were deep into it, right? And I'm like, all right. And they had like a uh, we used to like, give away like two week free trial codes or stuff. Like, like, we got a bunch and they were there for years, yep. Uh, just just trying to give away. And I just took one one day and I remember coming home, and you know, this is 2007 8. I yep. had a really shitty computer. Yep. And it, it took me like a day and a half to download <laughs> all of the updates. I remember like coming from. I would come home from work that night, uh, and when I put put the code in, or I think it was a disc actually. Yeah. Put, put the disc in, and uh, had of like up do all the updates. Went to went to bed. Woke up. Looked. Still uh, still downloading. Uh, went to school. Came back from uh, came back from school. Still downloading went Went to work. Uh, after that, came home. Was finally downloaded, and uh, <laughs> like I think, like the next day, I finally sat down and played it. And I played it for like I don't know, a few hours. I'm just like, I'm good. <laughs>
1: you just <laughs> so, you were just like, hey, you know, it's like, nah, this ain't for me. Just turn it off.
0: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I. You know, I, at that point in time, I, I was growing out of that. That kind of like if I would have played that game when I was like 14, 15, I was like 18 at that point probably. But I would have played that game when I was like when it first came out in like 2001 when I was 12, 13 years old. That would have been a game I got hooked on for sure. Right. Uh, but by 17, 18 when I was growing out of the RP, the JRPG kind of scene and growing more into you know more of uh, the action games yes. and stuff like that. Uh, and I mean I wasn't really a big. I've never have been a big online guy. But I just remember that I was always. It's just funny to think back then. It was like a 900 gigabyte download or something like that. Not, uh, oh
1: boy, I'll tell you what. Though, or not 900. It was, yeah, it was It was more like it a. Was it was more like a 17 sort of gigabyte download for me. Yeah, that's because you have to download all the freaking expansion stuff as well. Mm-hmm. The reason why I found out that that was the case is because when I did buy the card, it basically was like a like freaking a 40 to 70 megabyte like uh, this patch. Yeah. <laughs> But, I will, yeah. but I'll to tell you the truth, Tyler, I was highly thinking that I was going to have the exact same type of reaction that you did when you finally played like World of Warcraft a little bit for the first time. And it kind of shocked me where it's like, okay, I've played a few hours with my character. It just seems kind of standard. It seems kind of like it's sort of like a safe approach and stuff. At first I was kind of like ignoring certain like character like backstory like just certain like NPC stuff that you would read for quest stuff except a few things here do that but I started reading a little bit and stuff like that and like uh, yeah it's it's all right for right now. I know from reading around specific like uh, things watching a couple of YouTube videos and talking to a couple friends that the most boring part about that game is actually the slog to try to get through the main game. <laughs> Mm. oh and some of the best content is actually the after game content and i'm like oh my god this kind of sounds like pokemon again <laughs>
0: it's, like, it's like the reverse destiny almost
1: it, yeah the kind of reverse destiny Yeah, it's kind of the reverse destiny where like the story is actually decent and stuff the after game content for destiny 2 just flat out sucked
0: <laughs> yeah well it didn't suck there just wasn't any yeah that's just the
1: thing at the time, but we'll see what yeah. happens with the Forsaken stuff, and see if it actually plays into making me want to play the game again.
0: Yeah, I still need to get back and play the the the, the uh, DLC content. I mean, it's season pass stuff. I
1: mean, it's very easy. I mean, you can actually acquire a physical copy of the game for like five ninety nine on Amazon currently.
0: Oh no, I got the game and I got the <laughs> I bought the season pass. I got I got the, I bought a they like screwed up the thing and I got it for like thirty bucks. Oh, that's The game right. and the season pass. Like, in December. So, I mean, I have it. I just haven't played it. I guess now would be probably the best time to do that. Not right. now. Well, but well like obviously not. But <laughs> yeah.
1: You got, but soon. Yeah. You got Madden to worry yeah. about pretty much.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Don't stop getting started. Man, that's not helping this this time go by. I got <laughs> Vegas, and then when I get home from Vegas, I got Louie's birthday, Aww. and then we got Madden. Oh, so, Yeah. I gotta be really quiet because I don't want him to hear it. Okay. But I got him like a little beer can squeak toy because he's turning three. Oh wow! So twenty-one dog years. People he is actually turned
1: three. This is so freaking crazy. <laughs> he's actually three <laughs> years old now. <laughs>
0: yep. So. I don't, he's sleeping, but I don't want—I don't want to spoil his birthday. And I also bought him a uh, a birthday cake for his birthday. Wow! So I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I, I don't—I don't fuck around. It was a <laughs> uh, fifteen-dollar. Birthday cake, like it's like it's a dog one. Like you, you make okay, it for dogs. Okay. Uh, it's not like a uh, not not some like horrible person that's going to buy my dog Oreo ice cream, a fucking uh, chocolate cake. Cake. <laughs> I mean, I'll buy one, but I'm not going to share with him. I'm going to eat that fucker. Uh, whether he's lactose intolerant or chocolate kill him or not, oh I won't share with him. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. (laughs) oh man but anyway anyway man that's pretty much what I've been playing in a nutshell man Mm -hmm. it seems like the gaming landscape for what I am going to go into for the next like month or so is going to be an interesting one
0: yeah that's cool man I'm curious to see if it it sticks with you or not and if it doesn't there's this cool game that came out uh, that you may not have heard of it's called God of War (laughs) (laughs) check that one out (laughs) oh my god that was a good one (laughs) Yeah. I recommend it. Or you got an NES Classic now, so maybe you should play this one game that everybody's talking about called Super Mario Brothers? Mario Brothers.
1: You know what's funny? Uh, yeah. That was actually the first game that I actually tried playing on the damn NES Classic and I'm already almost yeah. beating the game.
0: Damn. I still haven't opened the box yet for it, so Oh my god. Mm. Oh sorry, chicken drink my beer there. Yeah. But yeah, um that's kinda of when playing, you know, we're in like I said, we're in the uh um, and that summer doldrums were, uh, not a lot coming out, and also not too, too, too much news, but there is, I think, uh, before, actually, before we get to the big stuff, what's what the big piece of news, um, there's a couple of things, uh, moving on to the news section, uh, that I want to gloss over real quick here. Um, so a couple weeks ago, we talked about the rumor that was on Reddit about the, uh, Nintendo Direct that was going to be on July 24th, the rumor was, and, uh, July 28th as a recording, uh, and no direct. Uh, so obviously that was false, which is unfortunate. Yep. Um, I am ready for a direct. Uh, there's gotta be, I mean, any day now we're going to have one, I'm sure. But, uh, I just want to go over that real quick. Uh, we, we talked about it. Don't want to ignore the fact that we went over and didn't happen. Yep. Uh, so that sucks. But I mean, for the most part, usually when you hear stuff on, uh, on Reddit about a direct coming up, uh, or like news about a direct, uh, the dates aren't always 100% on, but right. usually some of the content we hear about in the direct are it usually it's close to the date they they say it's going to be and the content in it is pretty close. Um obviously there's a lot of there's a lot of bullshit ones, but um usually the kind of you know, the uh ones that got a lot of a uh, uh, the, the ones that are usually more accurate, usually have the most buzz around them and they'll actually be talked about a little bit. Um and then there's the bullshit ones that usually uh like, Mother 3s, come to the Switch. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Shit like that. You, Every, they usually, you can usually see them, find the bullshit easily. Right.
1: Yeah, that's so. that's just the thing, though. Even with that rumor and stuff, that was kind of apparent that that was sort of like a kind of a balls of the wall, like really, really high expectations of like a guess, honestly. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I will admit, yeah, I was wrong about that leak that was on reddit and stuff i thought with like about 90 percent certainty that that would be something that would happen and you know what that kind of blew up right at the same time it's like i'm really expecting that nintendo actually does some sort of direct fairly soon because we need to know what the hell they're going to be doing for the rest of the year (laughs)
0: yeah i i wouldn't be surprised if we have two in the next like six weeks huh like uh where there's like one for games and there's one for the online um, actually, wouldn't oh, yeah. surprise me if the online thing is just like a press release, and it's not even a direct. Yeah, like back in May, right before E three, they announced it was just a press release for everything coming to the for like the information we got now for the Switch or for the Switch online service. So, um, neither would surprise me. I still think a lot of this stuff in that you know I was with you um, where I was fairly positive it was it was true, but uh, I I wouldn't doubt that the content that was going to be, and it was, is going to be true. But, uh, obviously the date of July 24th, uh, was not, but like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if tomorrow there's an announcement that in three days, there's going to be a direct or tomorrow there's a direct. So I, I, I feel like any day now it's going to happen. Um, but I guess we're just going to wait and see. That's kind of the downside about directs. Sometimes it's like it literally any point, there's a kid, there could be a direct. Very true. Uh, so I mean, we've had directs just a couple weeks apart from each other. Uh, we've had directs pop up with no announcement. We've had directs, uh, announced a week in advance. So it, you know, it's, it could happen at any, literally any point in time. Uh, it's like, um, it's like asteroids hitting the earth and directs kind of the same, th- same idea. Um, they will, uh, they kind of one destroys the earth, one destroys the internet. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, but another topic here real quick, uh, Nintendo was announced another Labo kit. So, they, they released uh, two different Labo kits back in on uh, April 20th, 420. Uh, got a war day. Um, I think there was a robot one. And there was, like, the one that was, like, a bunch of different things. I can't remember what it was called. But there was, like, the other one where you can, uh, it was, like, t- a bunch of, like, a bunch of different things you can do with it. Like, the main thing, I think, everybody, was the, the piano. Uh, but they announced this one is the vehicle kit. It launches on September 14th. Uh, will allow Switch users to create a variety of new uh, cardboard peripherals. Uh, The the new kit will allow you to build a submarine, a plane, a pedal, and uh, two keys. I don't know what the key is anymore. Uh, The Labo kit will be... uh, Vehicle kit will be $70, uh, and Nintendo is promising more updates in the coming weeks. Hmm. So, uh, it's been three weeks to look at me. Sorry. (coughs) Can't help it. Uh, It's been three months, a little over, since the the, Labo, the first two Labo kits came out, uh, and I don't, have, I mean, I see, like, some cool videos every now and again with, like, the piano stuff, uh, um, but I don't see a lot of people, like, there's not a lot of buzz, like, it seems that like they kind of came out, and there was some buzz there that first weekend, and maybe a little bit after that, Uh, But I don't remember hearing much really after that. And I remember like, I I saw a couple people on on Twitter like uh, talking about like, am I the only person that has a Labo kit still in the box, unopened? (laughs) Um, Which I was confused at first. I'm like, okay, it's in a box. Is is, is, is It's like, are you saying the Labo you made it? it's, It's a box? Yeah, it's a box. Or you mean it's unopened. I'm so confused by that. But I'm assuming it means unopened. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like Justin, he bought a labo kit. Uh, bought both of them on day one, uh, and he messed around with the uh, with the labo, the, like the the one that's like a bunch of different things on one. I know when it first came out, uh, but I haven't. You know, I talked to him about six weeks ago or so about it, the robot one was still unopened. I don't know if he's done anything with it since, but I mean, uh, I, it seems like that's the case for a lot of people. Like, are they they got them and they messed around with them for a little bit. But I haven't really seen a lot with it. I, I know the sales that sold fairly well, uh, but I don't... I'm curious how this is going to do. W- what about you, Gables?
1: I'm also curious to seeing like, how how good of the sales by the end of this year will be for these Labo kits and stuff. I guess Nintendo's going all in with this stuff. I mean, it's like they got... They had enough of satisfaction with the sales of the first two that they released and now this new introductory one which I've seen a little bit of the advertisement it's cute at the same time and stuff it's like it's just another one of those things where uh for whoever whoever tries to buy that like stuff man good luck to you because man that is definitely going to be like uh, something you're going to take a lot of time trying to build as well and honestly Mm. I just don't see a lot of people going out and just really buying it personally, especially since, like, uh, it's pretty close to around the same price as some of the other, like, kits. I mean, the smaller one was a little bit cheaper, obviously, but uh, $70 for making cardboard models and stuff, not really attractive price. I mean, if it went on sale, say, for Black Friday or something, yeah, that probably would prompt a lot of decent sales. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you they it would probably be a better success if they were a hell of a lot cheaper
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know what the the cost of making this stuff is but if it means cardboard so it can't be like crazy expensive i don't think i know there's more to it than just cardboard but yeah these things were half the price you know if they're like 30 40 dollars yeah i could see them being you know at 30 40 there's a little bit more of an impulse purchase at that point i think some people $70, Seventy dollars, like you at least gotta stop and think about it. Like, right. if these things were worth 30, 40 bucks, I probably would have bought the, those first two at launch, or at least bought the the. the I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have bought the robot one, maybe, but at least would have bought the other one and checked it out. Yeah, because um, I, I mean, I was like, there was a little bit of a temptation there when I when it when it was first announced. Um, like, ooh, maybe maybe I should buy that one. It was like I think it was sixty or seventy bucks, but it was like, yeah, at that price point. like, eh, I'll wait and see <laughs> and then wait and saw and then I mean it's kind of come and gone um yeah I mean I, I doubt this thing was like like oh this thing is such a huge success let's hurry to make a new one I'm sure they planned on like making like more, kind of like amiibo or anything else you know like they're gonna like what's what's kind of like what's released release a couple here and then we're release the one here and then another one here like close to the holidays uh so I mean obviously these things are gonna I, I would I don't I don't these aren't, this isn't dead yet, I don't think. Uh, this could, I mean, if this comes out and no one really cares, this could be the end of it. Yeah. Um, especially with, like, with being a vehicle kit. Like, we just, they just had the update for the Mario Kart where you can draw, you can use the Labo as a driving, as a steering wheel already. Um, so they already kind of, in a way, have the vehicle kit with the other one. Uh, I don't know, it's just weird. It, uh, that this is, like, the next big thing, you know. Um. And as far as I know, like the games that come with it, are you know they're essentially test demos, and I haven't really heard a whole hell of a lot as far as like uh, good buzz around what about those those games. So um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I am curious. I I, I I can't wait for those MPDs uh, the the following month in October for what what the, how it sold uh, and whether or not it's disappointment because I don't. Like, you know, this is something that's not interesting to us. Um, I'm not, like, hoping for this thing to fail. Uh, but I don't I, know. I, in a way, I'm kind of hoping it does succeed. Because, I, I mean, I think it would be cool if it does kind of turn into something more. Maybe there's... Like, Nintendo doesn't... I mean, they do a lot of oddball shit, obviously, with the Labo. I mean, it, I mean as, as an example. But uh, every now and again, they do this pretty cool shit. So if this continues on to be something more, I mean, maybe eventually there could be something really cool that you and I would be interested in. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no doubt. So uh i guess what we'll to wait and see but yeah it was just when i heard that announcement it just kind of caught me off guard but um moving on to our last topic and it's a fairly big one uh it is more more news about the xbox scarlet uh which is the codename for the new xbox consoles uh console consoles whatever that are scheduled to come out in 2020 e3 are at uh, microsoft at e3 announced that they are working on the next generation of consoles and, uh, this article from, I don't want to get it right, Thorat, I believe is how you pronounce it, uh, he is like, uh, he, he breaks a lot of news on, not just the Xbox side of things, but Microsoft side of things, um, he knows a lot about kind of what the, how things work there on the inside, um, so we had a pretty lengthy article come out about, uh, the new Scarlet, about, about Scarlet and what it could be. Um, So I'm going to read a decent chunk of this, but I I recommend you go to his website. Uh, You spell it T-H-U-R-R-O-T-T. There's a lot more information out of it, but uh, if you want more details on it, definitely go there and check it out. But um, coming coming from it, uh, he said that uh, first, Microsoft is building a traditional console that you would expect from the Xbox brand. I think it's important to point out that Um, this out so that those who prefer to have all their hardware locally will have an option with the next generation S for specs for this device um, that is still not known at this time but it's the early days of development for that piece of hardware but I am uh, starting to hear more about it about is the second device a streaming box that is designed to work with companies upcoming game platform gaming game streaming platform the second console that the company is working on is a lower power device that is currently Plan uh, to ship with the next generation device that is designed for game streaming. But for but the catch here is that Microsoft thinks it has figured out how to handle the latency-sensitive latency, um, aspects of gaming. Uh, the cloud console will have a limited amount of com- compute locally for specific tasks like controller input, image processing, and importantly, collision detection. The downside of this is that it's, since more hardware has been needed locally, It will raise the price of the streaming box but will still cost significantly less than what we are accustomed to paying for a new generation console which would help expand the platform's reach. Uh, And that is very important as Microsoft doesn't typically make much money on hardware sales but they do on things like Xbox Live, Xbox Game Pass, and game sales. If Microsoft can create a next-gen console that requires low upfront payment and longer subscription payments, remember all games will run in the cloud so you will need to pay something to access them. Uh, this is a huge win for Microsoft or Xbox and Microsoft. The cloud version of the Scarlet is further along in development than their traditional console. They will they will both release alongside each other in 2020. Hmm. Uh, so, Gables, um, what, what what are you where are you at on this? What are you thinking?
1: At first, actually, this this definitely does fascinate me to a certain extent because they are Microsoft is going on record here trying to announce for once, they have two separate type of consoles that they're thinking about putting out, potentially. I mean, the rumors Mm -hmm. of this... The rumors of Xbox Scarlet is kind of fascinating to me because quintessentially this sort of, like, feels like a... Kind of like like a TV box sort of thing where it's like... You know how, like, Apple TV and some of the other services and stuff that are along with, like, particular, like... Uh, let's see what was the word that i was looking for Other type of like uh box sort of peripherals and stuff that allow you to like stream mm-hmm. specific type of content like specific apps specific movies and stuff yeah but microsoft doing an attempt to with this gaming format actually does sound really does sound fascinating in a way because they've made steps to try to support this type of rumor going around as well where they've come across with game pass they've kind of like affected things with xbox live they've been re- like, re- like uh, distributing things at the same point it's like they this would definitely succeed in terms of like uh, getting consumers really to try to invest inside this console sort of is because for one if this rumor is true and the up cost and the upfront price of it is significantly lower than what a average game console would cost along with like say decent stuff like the decent service things like on day one like the whole game pass stuff and like the long subscription stuff like with xbox live and stuff i could see this potentially being somewhat decent but to a point and why i mean to a point is because of the execution if this particular model of the x of this uh, xbox scarlet actually does work i'm really fascinated in seeing how well the streaming aspects of it do work in terms of gaming like for say with the latency stuff with the multiplayer stuff with say lag issues because there is a whole bunch of different kind of issues you come across when you're dealing with stuff that streams especially if it's like streaming Mm -hmm. videos streaming music i mean hell i've always seem to have issues whenever i'm streaming youtube stuff if i'm going like to a specific spot or specific area like music cutting out like videos cutting out to a certain extent depending up, you know excuse me depending upon how strong say your internet is it's a lot different than say like a traditional console wise where you basically have every bit of the hardware every bit of the things that you need really up front you pay the chunk of the cost that's needed and stuff and then all of a sudden it's like if you want specific features to do this and that you have that but what it kind of sounds like with this xbox scarlet is it'll probably lack say a traditional disc tray stuff for like games it will probably be all digital it'll more likely Well, it
0: won't even be digital it'll just be all streaming well yeah of course download download
1: that means like Potentially, that also means, like, no hard drive space, potentially, you know? Because everything else would be, like, a cloud save sort of thing.
0: Yep, so very limited space, if any.
1: Man, that is actually kind of crazy, though, to think about. Like, a gaming console... just Just the idea in general, there potentially may come, say, a gaming console that will just allow you to stream content without the use of a hard drive, without the use of, like, particular types of hardware... But was it with this rumor that you could also potentially, like, potentially say, like, buy specific things for this Scarlet, in order to try to make the things a little bit more powerful, or something like that?
0: Uh, that I mean, that's always been a rumor. That was a rumor going into this generation, right? You would just buy like the the PS4 instead of a Pro, but turned to be the Xbox One X or PS4 Pro. There could be potentially a um like something you just hook up to your. Current console and it just makes it more powerful. Right. Uh, as far as this article, no, there's nothing about about anything like that.
1: Right. 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 Let's see. As far as my overall thoughts of say Xbox Scarlet in general, let's see. I believe it's a fascinating idea. I believe that there's a market for this type of console, but at the same point, if I were to go into a game store or if I was to go into a local Walmart and like say the next generation consoles where you have like two versions of the, X, like, the next Xbox and like the PS5 and stuff without knowing anything else and stuff and I see a streaming console or something like that my first initial thought is I do not want to buy this. Why? Because yeah. I have less options to do what I want and in terms I want to go with something where not only do I have access to a particular type of storage that I want but also I can buy traditional games in that sense despite what people are saying about the decline of physical games I mean I believe they can coexist, like, the, both the physical and digital stuff. I mean, I believe both can coexist and be healthy in terms of the sales. But in terms of, like, say, my preference stuff, I don't want to do any type of streaming things at all <laughs> inside of my overall gaming console stuff. I just want to just get a game, buy my console in a big old lump sum, have what I want, just basically have a continuation of what I have now, pretty much
0: yeah um i'm with you on that extent where yeah like i think for us like the preferred way to go would be um would be would be buying the regular console yes um but i mean we i mean it's 10 years ago the the thought of like xbox cave when that was a thing like why would i want to like i mean to me buying a non-physical game was ludicrous at that point right and then, you know, like even Xbox Live K when these games are $5, $10, $15, bucks, I'm like, I ain't buying that if I don't can't physically have it. Right. And eventually right. I, I broke I broke out of that. And then like uh when the new con you know, and and paying for online was a huge thing. I'm like, I ain't paying to play online. And then you did it and it was like it just kinda you got used to it and it was a, a thing and it worked, I mean, it was better. Um then you got then Xbox Live K was a huge was this great thing. Uh, then the new consoles, you know, you had uh, then or you had streaming like Netflix, things like that. Then you had uh, it became this all in one box. And then yes, you had the new consoles where it's like when they announced like oh you can now you can stream on Twitch on your console I'm like who care who cares about that and now and now it's a very Twitch popular one, feature. <laughs> yeah, like now games are being made to be streamed on Twitch like yep. people completely make games for that. Um, and buying games digitally to me was uh, like full on games I could buy at the store was ludicrous to me like even when they were on sale for five bucks i'm like oh i'll just go to the store and get it for 15 bucks like that's stupid and, and then now here i am like I, I talked about fugus i i bought the majority of my uh unless i see like a really good sale somewhere i buy the majority of my games on my ps4 digitally yep uh like god of war digitally spider-man digitally um uh detroit become human digitally you know far cry five right, digitally right. um like i have like you know i'm i'm Sure, I'm going to, like, I'm sure back then when I first, stop, first started talking about this stuff, like, I knocked it back then. I'm like, that's stupid. That's not going to be a thing. And now it is a thing. Um, in 2020, who knows what's going to be like? Um, who knows what um, streaming and uh, things like that will be like? You know, I remember a few years ago, streaming HD videos um, on, like, Netflix was, like, crazy to me right and now i can stream 4k videos on netflix oh man uh so in two more and you know a little over two years from now who knows what it'll be like i mean we could we have 4g now we have lte what's we could have 5g we can have sg uh who knows what's gonna happen google fiber could become a huge thing again uh in more areas I, I don't think this is gonna be something if you live in the middle of nowhere like this thing is not gonna be for you obviously, obviously not or yeah, or if you live in certain areas, you know, like that's it. this is not gonna be a huge thing for you. Um But I'm thinking about this is like, yeah, like even if this thing was like 50 bucks, and the new Xbox uh, console that's like a regular one is 500, I would still pay the 500 bucks for that one. One, I mean, it's more what I know, and two, it's more powerful. Uh, it's more up my alley. And this kind of goes back to like there was some talk and some rumors about they were gonna release multiple consoles at once. Uh, and one was gonna be like the one Xbox One X, and then it'll be like the big one Xbox, like regular Xbox. Like, this one's gonna be 300 bucks, this one's gonna be 500 bucks. You put the more powerful one, get the 500 dollars one. Um, and that side seems like it's true, uh, based off these rumors, but um, just you know, I'm not, this is not something for me right now. Uh, who knows, like I said, two years from now, this could be the perfect thing for me, especially if this is like a way we can do this portably. Uh, that'd be great. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, just looking at it, it's like you think about like what made the Wii successful was I mean, one it was a cool gimmick, but it was also it was two hundred bucks, it was affordable. Yep. If that if the Wii came out and it was three it was three hundred or four hundred, I mean that thing would have done it would probably still be successful, but it would not have been this like uh, global phenomenon. You know, the, kind of like what Fortnite is now. Right. Like that's what the Wii was ten years ago, um, yeah, you know, or twelve years ago rather. Uh, So that price point is what made it what it was, um, or made a big reason for what it was. Uh, And if this thing comes out and it's 150 bucks, 200 bucks, that's uh, a win. And it's like, yeah, I mean, so this thing is gonna be more more expensive than they want it to be, but um, it sounds like for good reason. But if they can turn around and sell this thing for fairly cheap. that's awesome and if i had to pay you know I, i'd still rather pay four or five hundred bucks for the one at the, the the more powerful one yep. the regular one uh just for the stability of it um but i mean if, if this thing comes out and it's you know it has like xbox live and it works well i mean the problem uh, you know if, if it does come out before it gets the problems if it if it comes out and it works well and um you know it but you you can download those games onto your like you like the xbox games pass where you can you can stream them, or you can just download them straight to your 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 console. Uh, and there was like a way to have um, you could download a couple games, or you could buy a, like a, a hard drive for it or something like that. And that's a game changer right there. Yep. Uh, but I mean, the the problem with this is, and it's much like how the the big issue is virtual reality. And I think a, a decent reason why this thing isn't taking off as well as it has, even though it's done fairly well, um, is. You can't really demo uh, this. You can't really go to like on E3 and show off how well this thing works. Um, you just gotta try it, you know. Uh, like the streaming service, the, str- the streaming console, like virtual reality. Like it was a cool thing. Like it took me, like I was able to play it a few times before I actually bought it. Uh, you know, and it took it took a little while for me to just get it. Still, but uh, it was, I recognized right away this is a pretty cool thing. Uh, I remember, you know, Justin went from not giving a shit to. Uh, going with me to a Resident Evil Seven uh, demo, of, of playing the PSVR, and bought it at launch. Wow! Uh, so I mean, if this I can see this thing. If they do a good job of taking this out to places and demoing it, and it does really well, uh, that could be you know it could be good, a good game changer, and especially in the holiday season where parents can like you know the, the kid like this the like everybody wants like the new consoles. And, and this thing is somewhat readily available like I mean I think the the key is like they said like they probably won't make them a lot of money like most most people don't most console makers don't um, off selling the console but they make like you said they make a ton of money off sales of games Xbox Live and games pass so uh, you know they're like, this is the cheap end but they're gonna make all the money in the back end so uh yeah I don't know I think it could potentially be a this this could be you know like um the president of usof said at e3 this past year like he thinks there's going to be one more regular console generation and after that it's be streaming services and that, if this is all true i mean that's one i mean a decade from now right right i mean that this seems crazy now it does uh, like i don't want that now uh but a decade from now who i mean that might be the way to go like Possibly. The, to me like watch like str- like watching something on my like regular TV cable box, like I don't want to do that. That's a chore. Like <laughs> it I would is. like I pay is. for cable. I, I pay you know like for cable every month, and I I barely watch it. Like yeah. I have Hulu, and like I I, I can watch this my shows that I want to watch. Like outside of like like NFL and stuff uh, and sports. Like um like oh, Flash is uh, on tonight, Tuesday night, or I can just wait till Wednesday and watch it on Hulu. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know, like, right? I'm paying for both, but I'd much rather just wait an additional, you know, 24 <laughs> hours or less than to watch it on Hulu. Like, it's just there's no commercials. Uh, it looks the picture is nicer usually. Uh, you know, so the if, if 22, 23 year old Tyler would think that's fucking insane, uh, but nowadays, you know, that's just kind of the norm. I think for a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, cut cable. Like the idea of not having cable. Uh, for a lot of people, and being like, and still having a shit ton of stuff to watch. is oh my god! Crazy, I, so. I
1: know, right? It's like it's kind yeah. of an interesting like that you would say that and stuff. I had a conversation with my uh with my mother in terms of say like the cable stuff because she had noticed that uh for the past couple of years, like, oh, Gabe, why why aren't you not like watching a lot of the cable stuff? Like, you should watch a couple shows. It's like, I tell her it's like I am watching stuff on Hulu, I'm watching stuff on Netflix, I'm watching stuff on who like YouTube and stuff. Not only that, but I'm also yeah. ...playing games and stuff, because for a long while, I just... ...even, like, uh, close when I graduated high school, and like, back even around 2007-2008... ...I was tired of just being, like, watching things on cable because it was just... ...I got burnt out because <sighs> I had to wait. There was hardly anything I wanted to watch. I felt like I was really much exhausted because a lot of my shows had ended... ...and I had trouble finding other stuff I wanted to watch. Then I started progressively, even back then moving towards like YouTube and moving towards like things yeah. like uh the like gaming message boards and everything else where it's like nowadays like people this is like the norm and it's like back yeah. then it was fucking nuts for like yeah. even the older generation to comprehend it's like, well there's something other than cable
0: <laughs> Yeah. I mean on my television I probably uh I watch in the last two or three years I probably have spent more time watching like as far as like with my television watching more youtube than anything else yep like netflix same. hulu but i still i mean uh play you know playstation switch xbox you name it like i as far as entertainment goes my, my tv youtube is the way i've gone Um, uh, yep. and i mean i even paid the 10 bucks a month for youtube red wow because if i had to watch one more all-state commercial i was going to fucking murder somebody <laughs> uh, and it probably would have been the host of those goddamn commercials oh my god uh because i had to watch the same God damn commercial, every video. Oh, my God. awful.
1: Yeah, try to the same thing when you're trying to watch something, say, like a service like Crunchyroll, where I had a freaking, I had a freaking heyday. I was trying to watch something, and all of a sudden, it's like I got the th- exact same commercial. This is the worst case scenario, by the way. If you're ever watching a video or something online, and all of a sudden, advertisement after advertisement, I had the same advertisement three times in a row. Mm-hmm but all of the times except for once was very laggy, very slow, and at the same point it was like a, just a stutter to the extent and stuff where they were just like they were just like just like stuttering their words and stuff across it and it happened like like i said three times in a row and then after i watched that episode i just turned the service off.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the, the th- yeah, and like we have come to this point now where it's like you know, like, I thought it was crazy a few years ago. I'm like, oh, man. Like, I, it took me, like, a long time to admit to, like, Justin. I'm like, dude, the thought of, like, switching discs at this point, like, on my PlayStation, is just sounds awful. And, like, he said it. He's like, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. like, I would just be, just because, like, I, I would play games, like, on my console that with like, the disc I was in there. I'm like, oh, I got this other game I want to play. But I'm like, ah, this game's already in there. I might as well play that. It's like, no, I don't have to do that. Uh, it's great, uh, you know. With my, like, I have Dragon Ball Fighter Z on my disc on on disc. That's in there, and then I have everything else digital like that. I currently play, uh, and um, the thought of just uh, God, DirecTV, just going through the, their whole system sucks. Yeah, uh, and then I have to fast forward through commercials. Yeah, ugh, that sounds terrible. Like, I'll just, I'll I'll wait till tomorrow and just watch it on there. Well, there's no commercials on Hulu. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's just kind of crazy you know, where we've been uh, in the last decade, you know. Really, since the start of this podcast uh, with with entertainment, it's how quickly we have moved uh, and kind of our patience level for this stuff. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh like I said, it's interesting, and uh, I am curious to see where we go. Uh, but Gables, yep. I think we're gonna wrap it up there, buddy. All right. Um. So yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This was part. This was a uh, game one of our double header, uh, so check back next week. Uh, we're going to be doing a bunch. We have a bunch of fun questions and topics for each other. We're going to ask. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you like us, check us out on Drunk Dasher's Pod or on Facebook at Drunk Dasher's, Pod, Drunk Dashers Podcast. Sorry, um, like and join us on there. We have a face. We have a page and group on Twitter. We are at Drunk Pod. Follow us on there. Twitch.tv slash drunk nerds podcast follow us on there as well and please send us a free request We're like friends friends are good and i too on itunes drunk dash podcast subscribe and leave us a five-star review and leave us a nice little comment really appreciate if you did that and then also on youtube um subscribe and give us a big thumbs up and leave us a comment the more comments likes reviews stuff you guys give us uh the more likely there's people other people to find us so take a few seconds every day to do that please we really would really appreciate it uh, until next time, I'm host, I'm Tyler.
1: And I have been Colonel Gables. So until next time, everyone, have yourself a fun time, play video, play plenty of video games, and don't forget to listen to a fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds
0: Podcast. And hey, Gables? Yeah. Too sweet. Too sweet. Bye, guys. See you